Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Well, I think you don't know. I mean, that's the fun thing is a lot of times you kind of build a book on a, on a decision maker in the draft, and we always would joke with, about Dave Gettleman as he'd never trade down with the, with the New York Giants until finally in his last year he decided to trade down. Um, so there is no book on questing. We'll see, we'll see how it, it goes over the next couple years, and you get a little bit better feel what his style is going to be. There are several needs on the Vikings roster at this point. What is one position you think they can get the most value from maybe on day two and three? Well, I, I think the edge rusher group's incredibly deep. So, you know, that's a, that's a need for them to add some more pass rush, and I think you can find it in this draft. Ah, football. <laughs> yeah. Finally. Finally here. Who, Finally. Who is, uh, give me your Mount Rushmore of mockers that you want to hear from the day of the draft. This is draft day. We're, we're, we're pumping out an early episode here because it's, it's a morning of mockers putting out their final mock drafts, and we've got a bunch of them, but, like, who who are your four on the Mount Rushmore? I I need to hear from these guys before I can go forward with the actual draft. Well, it, it starts off with the with the McShay Kuyper final mock, yeah. right? It's the like George Washington, Abe Lincoln, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So that they are, uh, you know what? I'm gonna bring up a weird one, but I I feel like he has made inroads, especially on a really a holy day like this, the drafting. Uh, oh, Peter Schrager. Oh, Peter Schrager is the one that basically broke the the Walker first overall pick news, right? With his mock Schrags yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying so like he has now moved on. I think he is on that as well. Yeah, it is. Uh, Mike Mayak no used mistake. to Mike Mayak used to be in this mix and then he got an actual GM job. Yeah, didn't do a good job. He should have stayed in the mix. Yeah. That was that was really he'll get back in the mix. There. He'll get back in the mix. But you know what? This is, make no mistake, in football terms, a holy day. This is football. a football. Like, if there are football, not not to be uh, uh, sacrilegious here, but if there are okay. holy days of football, Super Bowl, holy day, yes. has to be. Draft day, has to be. Schedule release day, for it, me, is definitely a day of practice. Yeah. Then week one? Week, week one, one, And yeah. you know what else? First day, free agency. Oh, definitely. Well, well, no, first day, first day of the tampering get, or first day of the yeah, signing. That's what I was going to say. It's I, a I week of it's now. a week of of it's a holy week in the NFL. He has risen. <laughs> he being it's, a right guard that your yeah. team needs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Finally. Finally, you got him. So, yes. Anyway, let's hear from him. Uh, so uh, and Daniel Jeremiah, you, you heard from him at the top of the show. But so. Uh, all right. This is Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment. 
We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. It's pretty straightforward on this show. And the show is presented in part by our friends at TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. All right, we have... I mean, we have a mountain of mock drafts to plow through here. I want a mock! So we have... Should we start with The Godfather? Mel Kuyper? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think that's very appropriate. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got Mel Kuyper's final mock. This is, I think, a 5.0. They don't put that on here, but I think it's the fifth mock draft that he's done. I have not. I, I've seen a couple. I've not seen who he has the Vikings picking yet. Have you guys seen this yet? Uh, Kuyper. No, I think I saw McShay's. Okay. So this is... Seifert tweeted who the Vikings pick, so I did see this. Okay, so Kuyper's got Seifert doing his promoting for him now. Come on. All right. Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker, number one overall. Mm -hmm. Lions select Aiden Hutchinson. Iki Aquanu to the Texans. I I feel like no one knows what the Texans are going to do. I've seen Kayvon Thibodeau. You said that yesterday. They're the 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 swing team. The Texans don't know. Like they're like, oh, it's drafting. Oh man! Oh crap! Call the scouts. Hey. hey, Larry, what are we doing? The Jets taking Sauce Gardner at four. The yep. Giants taking Charles Cross, the Mississippi State offensive tackle at five. Evan Neal, Bama offensive tackle, the Panthers. Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher to the Giants. Garrett Wilson, first receiver off the board, according to Godfather Mock, to the Falcons. Derek Stingley Jr. to the Seahawks. Little uh, wide receiver run here, sort of, uh, with now Drake London coming off the board to the Jets. And Chris Olave to the Commanders. Mm. So a receiver run leading up to the Vikings at 12. Okay. Wow. Yeah, this makes sense. Wow. Uh That we've seen this happen once in another mock. Kayvon Thibodeau falling oh, to the Vikings wow. at 12. I want a mock. mock! This is a bit of a slide for Kayvon Thibodeau, my preseason number one prospect, but he'd land in a great situation in Minnesota. He wouldn't have a ton of early pressure on him. He could play on the other side of Daniel Hunter, and they could meet at the quarterback. What would you guys think? And then Kyle Hamilton goes one pick later to the Texans. Where is Jamison Williams? 15 to the Eagles. So he has no quarterbacks in the top 15, hmm. the yeah, first quarterback he has is Pickett to the Saints and then Malik Willis to the Steelers, 1920. Yeah, and here's his pro- here's my problem with how Kuyper is handling the quarterback position. It feels like he's doing it like there's going to be common sense. Like, I'm sorry. I, do n- I cannot accept the fact that both of those quarterbacks are going to fall that far. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them might fall, but both of them? Um, I struggle with that. And and look, in a perfect world of common sense, he might be exactly right. But these are quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And Willis's skill set is such that there is going to be some team that's either currently there or that's going to try and go up to be there to say, hold on a second. If we get this kid's talent, right? Like, I mean, my thing about drafts, and especially when it comes to quarterbacks, is based on precedent and, like, and, like, what has come before? And somebody is going to say, this entire league, guys, allowed Lamar Jackson to basically fall to the second round. Yeah. 
Like he was at the end of the first round. And this guy turned into an MVP who is certainly a very good player. Are we going to allow that to repeat itself? Now that might be a flawed way of thinking, but it's how this league league works. I firmly believe that if there is a run early tonight on the receiver spot, it is based largely on this. This entire league allowed Justin Jefferson to fall into the 20s. Like you, are you really going to just be like, oh yeah, it happened again. Um, and so that's why I think that that what we have here often on this day, this glorious day, this holy day of football, is a situation where it only takes one team to say, we're not going to allow what we consider to be a massive mistake to take place again. Thibodeau is an interesting one because of this. And this is where it gets dicey. And I don't know if this is misinformation put out, which is genius, or if it's true. The book on him, or what's been floated, is unbelievable skill set, unbelievable player, very interested very interested in promoting his brand does he love the sport now if that's if that's a, a misdirection play kudos because someone's going to get a steal here if that's accurate that obviously scares me but i have no idea i don't Listen, know this this dude it. was this dude was on track 6 months ago to be the number 1 overall pick mel kiper before the season even said he was my number 1 overall prospect so if he falls to 12, you just have to take him and sort of cross your fingers that if there's any red flags or issues with his love for football that you can you can just figure it out or or maybe it's BS. Remember when the Timberwolves drafted Anthony Edwards, that was the book. Oh, I don't know. He says he wishes he played football instead. Not sure if he's fully devoted to basketball. Okay, well, now I'll look at him. <laughs> he's one of the most exciting, best young players in the NBA. So this would be a great scenario. Now, I also, if Jamison Williams is on the board, I think he's going to be a game-changing deep threat receiver. So if the draft plays out this way and Kayvon Thibodeau is there and Kyle Hamilton is there and Jamison Williams is there and also there might be teams looking to trade up because the quarterbacks are on the board, this is favorable for the Vikings if this happens. So. Oh, 100%. So there's your now, godfather mock. I want a mock! Mock! If Kalen is there and you have intelligence that says that there are some concerns, do you try and trade back? If uh, Kayvon Thibodeau you're talking about? Yeah, yes. I I take him. I take him. I take him. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I, I I know some fans are going to say, well, you already have edge rushers. You got Zadarius and you got and you got Neil Hunter. Well, Zadarius is basically on a one-year contract, essentially, like with the guarantees. And yep. Daniil Hunter has played seven games in two years and has been miffed by his contract for three years. So, yes. the, so you, you and you don't have anyone else on your roster. I know DJ Wanham has has been pretty solid, but you don't have DJ Wanham's not like an explosive pass rusher. So, yes, this is. I love if this happens. I run to the podium and take Kayvon Thibodeau, but it's, I don't think it's a scenario that happens. We'll see. Speaking of scenarios that may happen. I want a mock. Mock. Let's go to Todd Father. Todd McShay. Todd. Todd, Todd, Todd. He has Trayvon Walker going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson going to the Lions. Derek Stingley Jr. going to the Texans as the first cornerback off the board. That's gain steam. It's a lot of smoke screens here, right? Oh, he's, he's been bad since 2018. 
Yeah, that pro day. That pro day helped him a lot. Icky Iquanu to the Jets at four. Charles mm-hmm. Cross to the Giants at five. Evan Neal, so a little run on tackles here. Evan Neal to the Panthers at six. Sauce Gardner, Giants at seven. Kayvon Thibodeau, Falcons at eight. Jermaine Johnson to the Seahawks at nine. Garrett Wilson to the Jets, so first receiver off the board to, to the Jets at 10. Drake London to the Commanders at 11, and that leaves the Vikings with options here. They've got some wide receivers, could trade back, but instead they take Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. I want a mock! Mock! And the write-up says Xavier Woods left in free agency, and Harrison Smith is 33 years old. Hamilton comes at pretty good value. He has a unique combination of range, size, length, and ball skills. Before his knee injury in October, Hamilton picked off three passes. So they would find another great Notre Dame safety to put right in there in the mix. And Cam Bynum's in the mix, too, to start. So I don't know. Safety's not on the uh, it's not on the position list. You know, it's not right. on the premium position list. So Now, there, there are some who simply say that... Hamilton is too talented a player to pass up, uh, which, you know what, he might be. I just, I don't know. I, I, what we heard off the top of the show in the soundbite is what I think is so fun. We have no idea. Like with Spielman, there were certain tells, right? Like there were certain things that you were pretty sure. Okay, he's going to trade back here. He's going to do something here. Um, especially with with Rick and Mike, because that was, uh, they're probably going to defer to defense on, on like the first round pick a lot of times. But in this one, we have no clue. We have zero clue as far as what Quasi Adolfo Mensa is going to do. And like, we don't know his tendencies. We don't know a thing about how he's going to approach this. And like you just said, Phil, if Kyle Hamilton is there, does he say, screw it, this kid's too good to pass up? Or does he say, he's really, really good, but he doesn't play a position at which we're going to put a first-round premium on, at least right now? Yeah. And we don't know. We won't know until tonight. So, but I love it. And for the audience that may have missed the episode earlier this week where we talked about this, the Cleveland Browns, which is really where Quasey Quasey was with the 49ers for a while, but really his, his high-level management experience comes with the Browns and that and his time with the Browns vaulted him into a general manager position with the Vikings and the Browns hired Paul D. Podesta back in 2016 an analytical baseball front office guy and everyone looked at him like what the Browns what the, just hire a, just hire a competent football yeah. guy right well Paul D. Podesta put in place a more analytically structured way of thinking for that front office and uh, he just signed a new five-year extension he's he's so he's going to be there for another five years after the six years have been there and since he arrived, the Browns' first pick in the draft has been either a corner, an edge, an offensive tackle, a quarterback, or a wide receiver, which are the, basically the five most premium positions in the NFL today. So if Quasey comes from that line of thinking, which is we need to, these are the five premium positions and these are the positions we need to target with our most valuable draft assets, then they would not be taking a safety with the 12th overall pick. But maybe they could justify... He's so good, and he's such a transcendent player, and we, it's such a need for us going forward because of Harrison Smith's age. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, there's more where this came from. I want a mock! Mock! Because we have a Peter Schrager 3.0 final mock as well this morning in the hours leading up to the draft. Let's fly through this one. So he's got Trayvon Walker, number one of the Jags. 
Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions, Iki Aquanu to the Texans. And this is not what he thinks is going. This is he's reporting this essentially based on information he's gathered. So he's not going to be right on all these, but he's he's not doing what I think they should do. It's here's what I'm hearing might happen. Sauce Gardner to the Jets, Charles Cross to the Giants, Evan Neal to the Panthers, Derek Stingley to the Giants, Kayvon Thibodeau Falcons, Jermaine Johnson Seahawks, Garrett Wilson Jets, Drake London Commanders, Kyle Hamilton to the Vikings. I want to mock! Minnesota has needs throughout the defensive backfield. Hamilton can make an immediate impact day one learning from Harrison Smith. He's hearing steam on Kyle Hamilton to Minnesota. Yep, these are two of the most prominent mockers in the world. Okay? (laughs) So not just the United States. No, in the world. In the world. In the world. We're Peter Schrager. (laughs) (laughs) So you got got McShay and you got Schrags predicting a tumble down the board for Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton at one point was being mocked second to the Lions. Remember those days? Back in like February? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I fought those too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. So, uh, okay, let's think this out a little bit. So, if they did this, now the one thing that I will say is a safety is not as safety as we used to know a safety. Like you can do different things, you can deploy them differently now. Defenses are multiple. It's the NBA in some ways. So the Football. the thing is, like I think. To a certain point, Harrison Smith is the tip of the iceberg. He comes down, he applies pressure, he shows blitz, he drops back. But more importantly, I guess here's a question. Could Hamilton be deployed in such a way that you take the next step? And I feel like we're seeing this a little bit bit more because I think the safety and linebacker position are becoming more interchangeable. Um, If you're going to play a 3-4 base, could you deploy Hamilton as a safety slash linebacker at times um, to up the, to up the ante on what, what Smith has clearly done very well. Would there be other ways to deploy him? Could you deploy him in the nickel as the, as the slot at times? Like, and by, by the way, I am thinking out loud here. Like I'm You're just spitballing. Spitball. You're just spitballing. I'm just right. But I'm not saying yeah. this is what you should do. So to so I don't want a bunch of notes back soon. He can't do. You're that. just you're I, just looking at the chess pieces. That's all you're doing. I'm looking at chess pieces. Yeah. I'm I'm looking at them. I'm and I'm thinking of the the ways that they would justify that being the 12th pick and being extremely comfortable with that as a 12th. Pick. Yeah, I also love this happens every year too, where it's like, well, because this player played at this school, Patrick Peterson went to LSU and Stingley went to LSU. I think the Stingley thing is more about the the coach from LSU that's with the Vikings now, right? But it's like, well, yeah. well, uh, Harrison Smith went to Notre Dame, and so Kyle Hamilton could be mentored by the Notre Dame guy. Well, well, Harrison Smith could mentor anyone, right? <laughs> Doesn't I know you're so, yeah, good point. <laughs> they could have gone, gone to Utah, and Harrison Smith's like, nope, sorry, I only them. mentor Notre Dame players. You must be Irish work. Catholic, or I will not make eye contact with you. He won't work with them. Uh, we, Screw we, him, Southern Cal. No. We have another one. I want a mock. We have one more. This might be the Mount Rushmore here. We got we got Godfather, Toddfather, Shrags. Shrags. And we have a Daniel Jeremiah 4.0 here. I love Jeremiah. These are the four heaviest hitters in mock drafting right now, I think. And we'll get to Daniel Jeremiah's yeah. in a second. But let's tell you real quick. 
if you're still on the fence about where you're going to consume the draft and mainline the draft tonight, we are going to be mainlining it at Surly Brewing Company, and we'd love to see you guys. What time do the doors open, Judd? The doors open at 3 o'clock. We start at 6. We will be there more towards 3, though, because we want to meet you. We want to talk football. We want to sit down with you mm-hmm. o- over a, a a huge helping of Surly and football mashed potatoes and gravy football. and turkey and just two football talk. So, yes, we start at 6, but doors o- open at 3. And because the people at Surly are so forward-thinking, they're so smart, you know what they said? They said it's not just enough for, for Score North and us to combine on an event, but what we need to do is pull our end of the bargain by coming up with a beer, especially for tonight. That's right, one night only, and that night is finally here. A holy day of sports, a holy day of drafting. Before I die, ale, pale ale, will be served tonight on tap so as we consume football and the draft and break it down you can be sipping on a before i die in honor of the fact that if this draft goes well it could be the first step in quasi adolfo mensa and kevin o'connell phil Mackey, taking this team to a super bowl so before we die before we die we can all see a championship and you know you know next season is going to be here fairly soon and at that point in time phil i believe that that one very fortunate person is going to have hanging from their wall a brand new tcl tv because of tonight's event yeah i mean they could also if they wanted to they could just put it on a you know like a like a tv stand you can hang it whatever but it's a 65 inch okay five series (laughs) tcl google smart tv and so someone's going to win that tonight we're also asking people to bring canned food items to support uh, via the food group those who need food the most across Minnesota. So it's going to be a great time tonight. We'd love to meet, like Judd said, as many of you as possible. Also a shout-out football to our friends at Dennis Kirk. They also have been huge supporters of us here keeping these daily takes on the table. Dennis Kirk is all about riding season. And, yeah, it's that's I don't know why I don't know why we can't turn the corner here with weather, but uh, soon enough it'll be actual riding season. So whether you ride a Harley, an Indian, Metro Cruiser, sport bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. Free shipping on orders over eighty nine dollars, over a hundred sixty thousand parts in stock, and same day shipping on orders placed before eight p.m. Get in gear and head to DennisKirk.com. Ride more, wait less. I want a mock. Mock. Okay. Here he is, Daniel Jeremiah. He's got Trayvon Walker to the Jaguars. That's basically being reported at this point. But I think like Rappaport and Schefter have probably been told, hey, don't spoil the TV show. So let's create some drama here. Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions. Iki Aquanu to the Texans. Sauce Gardner to the Jets. Evan Neal to the Giants. Charles Cross, Panthers. So you're seeing some trends here of, the Panthers not taking a quarterback in any of these mocks. Very interesting. Garrett Wilson to the Giants. First receiver off the board. Jamison Williams, the second receiver off the board of the Falcons. And then Drake London completing a run of wide receivers to the Jets at nine. Hmm. Seahawks, Kayvon Thibodeau. Commanders take the fourth receiver off the board, Chris Olave. So Daniel Jeremiah has four receivers off the board in the first 11 right. picks. Yep. And that leaves a lot of options for the Vikings here. 
And they wind up choosing Derek Stingley Jr. I want a mock. mock. He says Stingley could go as high as number three overall. I don't see him falling beyond the 12th pick. Kyle Hamilton's still on the board in this position as well. And the Vikings wind up with, if listen, if they wind up with as much fun as a wide receiver would be, and we've been you know entertaining that idea here. Yeah. If they wind up with Kayvon Thibodeau, Derek Stingley, or Kyle Hamilton, they'll be getting a rock star defensive player, yeah, at least on paper. So it's it would be tough to be disappointed about any of those defensive draft picks. Of those three, which one do you guys think is the most likely to be there at 12 right now? Most likely to be there? Of those three. Kyle because Hamilton. I'm beginning. Yeah. Kyle yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton. He's a, right. he's a safety. When it comes down to it, I think, I think teams are going to say, can we justify taking a safety with the sixth pick with the seventh not i mean carolina's probably not but like the ninth pick yes are there other safeties guys guys are there other safeties in the second third round that we like too but we could take a more premium position here yeah so uh, so that that's that's the final i guess quadruple whammy of mock drafts here before the actual draft and mock a day for us that the final tally is in Derek Stingley Jr. has gone to the Vikings 11 times. In, we started Mock-A-Day at the beginning of April. 11 times Derek Stingley Jr., six times Trent McDuffie, three times Jermaine Johnson, twice Kyle Hamilton, twice Kayvon Thibodeau, and then uh, J- Jamison Williams, we, we had him in ours that we did. Jordan Davis, Chris Olave also in there. So the most likely is Derek Stingley Jr. according to Mock-A-Day. Are we buying both quarterbacks fall out of the top 10 and, in fact, really fall past 12 at this point? I mean, these are the four most prominent mockers in the world. In the world. Um, but I'm asking you, I'm asking you in Phil Mackey's world, will you, do you agree? I, I mean, I'm flat out asking you to, to go against the high priests of the National Football League draft. Are you comfortable thinking both of those quarterbacks fall out of the basically top 12. So Daniel Jeremiah's first quarterback off the board is Kenny Pickett to the Steelers at 20. His second quarterback off the board is Malik Willis to the Lions at 32. I think when it's all said and done, teams are so desperate for high-end quarterback talent. I can't see Malik Willis falling out of the top 10. I get that there's questions, but... Well, Lamar Jackson went 32. You said it earlier. No, I know, but that's my that's my entire point. I feel like teams right or wrong go to school on that. Yeah. Now, Pickett, I Pickett, I buy his fall based on the fact that I think he is as good as Kenny Pickett is going to be. Malik Willis? I mean, the dude was a stud at Liberty, but that's stud. the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, this is going to be so much fun tonight. So much fun tonight. The show's not over because I do have for you guys football. Find the button. Oh, oh hold on. Hold on. I got to pull out the notebook. I do have for you guys a random Viking of the week here on Purple Daily. Every single Thursday, I pit Declan and Judd against each other. It's not nice. In a battle to the death to figure out who the random Viking of the week is. I'll give you a series of clues. You can each blurt out guesses whenever you want. You get up to three incorrect guesses before you are eliminated. We haven't had that happen yet where someone has won because the other person has just rifled off three incorrect guesses. But 
Um, some previous random Vikings of the week here recently, Vasante Shanko, Jim Kleinsasser, Bobby Wade, John David Booty, Jermaine Wiggins. Judd, you have a 22 to 11 lead on Declan all time. And you have won five. one, two, three, four, five consecutive. Well, and seven of the last eight. Yeah. Prior to that, Declan was on a four game win streak. Heater. He he was on mm-hmm. on one, and now I'm on one. It's a heater, Phil. Yes, it is. I love that word. Great word. The first clue here. This random Viking of the week originally hails from Hammond, Louisiana. This random Viking of the week is a Super Bowl champion. Obviously not with the Vikings. <laughs> I was gonna say what a what a that's oh man that's a yeah. that's a clue and a half. This random Viking of the week was a fourth round draft pick. And played college football in Conference USA, where he was a three-time all-conference player, dominating Conference USA. This random Viking of the Week was a double major in finance and accounting in college. So in addition to dominating Conference USA, this random Viking of the Week was very much immersed in studies, finance and accounting. So we're dealing dealing with a really smart guy who played it on bad football conference. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a kicker to me. Okay. This random Viking of the Week had four NFL coaches. Brad Childress. Okay. Chuck Pagano. Mike Tice. And Mike Tomlin. Pagano? Clear the mechanism. Clear the mechanism. This random Give Viking me. of the week, this might do it. I don't know. I didn't know this, but if one of you does, then you probably win. This random Viking of the week was once drafted pretty high by the San Diego Padres, but did not sign. Oh, God. I did not know that about this random Viking. Can you tell us what round he was drafted? I think it was the fourth round. This is before his before his NFL career. Right. High, probably out of high school. I think so. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Wait. This random Viking of the week loves alliteration. Oh, God. I feel like I'm going to lose this. I feel like it's getting away from me. I feel like it's slipping away. This random Viking of the Week racked up nearly 6,000 all-purpose yards in his NFL career. Oh, my God. (laughs) This random Viking of the Week played playoff games for all three teams that he played for. Vikings, Steelers, Colts. I'm I'm gonna take a guess. I, I think it's wrong, but I'm gonna t- take a guess. Moeldy Moore. Ah, dang! Yeah. Bang! Moeldy Moore is correct. He was he still played, playing. He, he played for Indianapolis. Still playing? What? 
I was thinking um, the Steelers champion because I knew it, if he said it was a Super the Bowl Steelers. champion. I was thinking that uh, I wasn't thinking 05. I was thinking the second one. 08. I was thinking 08 is when he won a championship with the Steelers. When did he play for the When did he play for the Colts? His last year, 2012. He actually fumbled in a playoff game. I'm pretty sure. Or like late. They're oh late, in the se- late in the late in the season. He had a big fumble for the Colts. I remember him as a Steeler. Yeah, I did too. I had no idea he played for the. Yeah, he played for the Colts. 2012 Colts. He carried the ball. Oh my In the God. playoffs, three times for 11 yards. He ran for six yards in a playoff game. It's great. Um, <sighs> my only other clue was going to be uh, he loves boats, but will probably deny it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then I would have gotten it. The greatest ever. I wasn't on that boat. I'm engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right. Judd continuing his streak. Six consecutive. Six consecutive wins for Judd here. His longest streak since early in the... You had, a, I think, a seven or eight game winning streak early on. Then Declan came back fighting. So there yep. we go. Random Viking of the Week. Uh, presented in part by our friends at Livia. And that. And those friends at Livia Weight Control Centers have helped me drop approximately 40 pounds. Feeling good. Looking better. And you know what? Best of all... My clothes fit. And I figured out, I figured out why today is the day to make that that call. Because when we lose weight, what do we often say? When did I start to lose weight? Like, when did I make that phone call? When did I finally reach out to get the help that I need? Well, it's draft day, right? So, like, if you make that call today, you won't forget. You can say, hey, it was draft day, and and I made that call. And that call goes to 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. L-I-V-E-A, Livia, uh, com. receive one-on-one personalized and guided support online or in person from their team of experts. Start to drop the weight today. And then, like I'm doing right now, and this is the best part, maintain the weight loss. We've all lost weight. The problem is we gain that weight back. So make that call, 855-GO-LIVIA today, Livia.com. It will change your life for the better. Also, Federated, thanks to Federated for helping us keep the lights on for three years here at Score North and also for helping keep the lights on and more for businesses that are looking to take their business to the next level through risk management tools and resources. Federated specializes in specific industries that they know and understand very, very well over 100 years of experience. And so that's their goal, hyper-focus instead of trying to sell as many policies as possible. You can find a full list of industries Federated protects at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right. Happy draft day. Hopefully see as many of you guys as possible at Surly Brewing Company tonight. And if not, we will be live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel starting at 6 o'clock Central Time. Be there.